Welcome, everyone, to the premiere episode of This Week in Geek. It's our new podcast, buddy. You know how this works. It's Saturday, same place, same time with all of you beautiful people. And, of course, as always, my co-host, Zach Pope. How are you doing today, Zach? And are you excited, man? <laughs> I'm very excited. You know, this is the start of a brand new journey. And just so everyone knows, if for some reason you can only watch part of this, it will be audio only. Uh, the audio episode yes. will go up every Monday. So YouTube's like every the exclusive Monday. place first. Yeah. And then when YouTube actually lets me download the audio, which typically takes a couple days, don't know sure. why. Then I can grab the audio, so then it becomes Monday. So, yeah, so for any reason, you know, if you can't listen to the entire show, that's how it goes. That's and true. if you're watching so, us on Monday, then, then yeah. Yes, you, you can go I hope you're to listening to our smooth, silky voices while you're pumping and humping at the gym for the start of another week. If you're listening to us on a Monday, uh, get ready mm -hmm. for this week, everybody, because it's an exciting week. And so... We're going to keep one tradition from our previous show, and that is the weekly ranking. Except now we're going to have much more time to, to talk about what we want to talk about. If I find something that I completely disagree with Zach's ranking, I'll be like, hold up, stop, and let's dive into a conversation about that. And then we're just going to approach one topic that is essentially, it's not knighting, it's, throwing, it's not throwing in a dungeon. That's in the past. We're just going to have conversations with one another about our week, about... The big, one big thing that is related to a big release this week. In this case, it is Uncharted. So, since we're not talking about news anymore, you guys feel free to throw any questions about any of the news into the live chat about, that you yeah. want us to talk about. If you don't want us to talk about, don't talk about them either. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and the other thing is, is hmm. not every question will be answered now. Because yes, we don't have time. So, yeah, we'll say this: if you want a guaranteed answer, run. Where can they donate to you? You can donate through the tip link in the description. As little as one dollar, I think that's the minimum yeah. amount. Um, and I will say, as minimum as one dollar. But mm. I'm fig I'm trying to figure out a way to where we can also. It's not done yet. I didn't get it done. But one of my friends told me there's a site that you can actually like he uses for his life stuff in on Twitch, wow. but you can also use oh. it for YouTube to where people put questions. Okay. So like instead okay. of him trying to fucking follow the chat, he'll he'll mm. put, tell people to put questions in there and they can actually donate in there too. So I don't know how we're gonna make that work hundred percent, but um that's something that could potentially come later down the road where it gets a little bit easier for us to mm -hmm. look at questions. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Thank you for letting yeah. me know. Mm -hmm. And so, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get started with our weekly ranking. Zach, how was your week overall? Not only in relation to what you watched, but how was your week? Um, it was good. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West came out on Friday. Uh, I've literally played an hour because I I was planning to play a lot more yesterday, and I just didn't get time. So I'm hoping to play a lot more today. And then, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was just a busy week, but I only had one screening. The rest of the movies were more something I'd either seen the week prior that I can talk about, or it was a lot of, like, nostalgic stuff I watched this week. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that that's the thing I kind of really liked is because, like, three of the movies I, I watched this week were, like, total nostalgic from when I was, like, fucking like five years old or something and uh one was because the batman's coming out um one was because the nope trailer came out and it kind of just gave me 
the mood to go watch that. And mm-hmm. then uh, I also just love this other animated film. So I guess, do you want me to start this week? Yes, please do. Start us off because okay. I, I had a very different week than you. But okay. I'll get into that when well, it's my turn. Go ahead. Let's start out down at the bottom, um, Uncharted. Uh, this is my least favorite movie of the week. Wow, okay. Uh, I only have five That's movies. That's right, because you didn't watch a certain movie that I watched this week. No, and uh, I, I asked you guys to let me know. So Uncharted's not terrible. It's just fine. Hmm. And the thing that sucks the most about it is because I love the video games. I love them so, Sorry. so much. So, so for me, it, it bothers me because, I, like, I took my friend. And he fucking lied to me. He told me he played the games. And then afterwards, he goes, I've never played a game in my life. Because he knew I wouldn't have taken him. So um, we were talking. We were watching the movie. And right afterwards, he goes, I liked it. He goes, I really don't get why you like the games. And that right there was the single reason why I hated that (laughs) movie. Because it made me think. So people are going to play this, expect to wonder why do people love these video games, and then they're not going to get it, because it's just a fine, generic action movie. So I actually made him borrow the uh, the some the first three, and he's playing mm-hmm. the first one right now, and he goes, man, I get what you mean. He goes, this is like... He goes, it's not as like, deep. Like, I wouldn't say this is a deep story. I was like, no, the first one's not deep in storytelling, but, like, adventure-wise, it's fun. He goes, yeah, "Yeah, dude, the action's really good. Like, he was just, like, saying, like, he goes, I get why you like this now. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing with video game movies, which we'll talk about. So, Uncharted comes in last place. It's not bad. It's just fine, and it absolutely should have been better. Like, that is Mm -hmm. really it. Tom Holland's great. Tom Holland's great. I'm not going to go a little bit more too on that, but last place not terrible just fine next up we got dog with channing tatum and lulu the dog um i don't know if you saw this run did you i was supposed to go see it yesterday but there was a storm here and people uh, were advised to stay at home so i didn't go see it i might go see it tonight but uh, i would prefer to go see it tomorrow so hopefully my housemates okay. don't mind i'll say this what, what do you expect from this movie it's channing tatum oh i, I so when I heard the premise and I saw that it is Channing Tatum, an actor that I really enjoy, I was like, this could really work because it's a different angle, right? Like usually you have um, that, that movie that came out a few years ago, which was also really good that not a lot of people watched, which was uh, Megan Levy. I, I believe that was the name with yep. Kate Mara, also yep. about her being a soldier with a dog and whatnot. But it's always the soldier with PTSD, which is, obviously something we need yeah. to talk about it's a, it's a real situation but i found it really interesting how this one is about the dog having ptsd and as a dog person i'm naturally inclined mm-hmm. to be interested in a film i'm not going to say necessarily necessarily excited but interested in a movie like this and i hope to see shedding tatum honing more of his dramatic chops and he directed it with his friend he co-directed it exactly and and it was both of their directorial debuts so when I watched the trailer, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I, I got not excited for this film, but it was more comedic than I expected. It was not like okay, I, I thought we were going for a more serious tone, which I would have preferred. But from the trailer itself, it doesn't look bad. It's just not the angle I expected and it to have. That's exactly it. So okay. I enjoyed this movie for what it was because when I saw the trailer, I'm like. Cool, because I didn't even hear about it beforehand. So yeah. second I saw the trailer, I'm like, all right, this 
I get what this movie is going to be. And this movie is exactly that. Now, you haven't mm. seen it yet, so I'm not going no. to mention a scene from it that is not in the trailer. Good. But I was going to because it actually happened. I mentioned it in my review. So if anyone wants to... Uh, there's a scene in it because this movie kind of looks family-friendly, right, Ren? Like, you would say it's family-friendly. Uh, like I think so. Yeah. Um, There is a scene that I didn't think was bad, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, mm. if I had a five-year-old, I don't know how to explain this scene to them. Oh, interesting. So, like, it, it's it's a little bit sexual humor, which I get, like, some of the older family films had that sexual yeah. humor into it. But I was a little surprised that they went with that. I was like, bring on okay. the film. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and it was funny. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. and the movie is funny. It's delight. It, it delightful. That that's the biggest word. Does it have a good balance of comedy drama, or is it like it's definitely more of a comedy? Uh, it's tough because. When it's a comedy, it is funny. They do show okay. a majority of the trailer, though, in the movie, mm. I'll be honest. Okay. Um, but I will also say this, is when the dramatic moments hit, while I didn't okay. think they, like some of them were perfect, they were hard-hitting. And I do think okay. it tackles PTSD very well, not just on the animals, but also on military yeah, yeah, yeah. people. That's cool. And I think that is what I really enjoyed about it. But overall, I like their dynamic. Um, and I thought it was very delightful. Like that, that's really mm -hmm. it. Like, I'm actually shocked this movie is act, uh, a good score on Rotten Tomatoes. The last time I checked, it was nice. 83%, which is actually okay. very shocking to me. Cause when I watched it and they told me the embargo was the day of, I said, okay, so it's <laughs> going to be good. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is really good. My girlfriend loved it. She gave it a 10 out of 10. So nice. I, I'm just, I, I'm just whatever. All right, next up, we have, uh, and I don't know if people are going to agree with this one, but Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Now, this is like way, way, oh, way good. higher. Uh, I love this movie with such a high passion. Uh, it's one of my favorite Batman movies. You'll see it on a ranking very soon. But um, it's funny because every time I watch this movie, I know who the Phantasm is. But as it mm -hmm. takes its twists and turns, I'm like, oh, wait, is it this person? Am I just like making a mistake <laughs> from my childhood? Um, and yeah. then it comes up. So I, I love this movie. If you guys have never seen Batman Mask of the Phantasm, you do not need to see the Batman animated series. It's it's no, a no, fantastic no, no. Batman movie. But just you should. You, you should, should watch really the Batman the animated yeah. series. Did you see this one back in the day? Like when you were younger? Or no? <sighs> yes. Back in the day when I was younger, but I don't think back home in Portugal it was released in theaters. So I never had the pleasure to watch this one on the big screen. Okay. I was interested to see. I never saw it on the big screen, but I did see it when it came on TV, I remember. Cause, and it wasn't just that one. I really liked the the uh, Mr. Freeze episode. or Mr. Mr. Freeze, Freeze one Mr. is Freeze really movie. good. Like, um, those are like the, the upper echelon Batman movies. It's those two... Even though the Mr. Beyond Freeze one is really uh, an episode that was cut into being a movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I never seen the Batman Beyond one, uh, the Ooh, Return of the Joker. I've seen the show. Great. I just never seen that movie. And then you got Under the Red Hood, the movie, and the two-parter Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, the two-parter Dark Knight Returns might be my favorite Batman animated. Oh, wow. Okay. I love that one. Under the Red Mine Hood. Is I, under really the Red Hood. I was about to say, that one's really, really good as well. I own a lot of them, and I've just never watched a lot of them. Like, yeah, I'd rather go back I wish and watch I owned the good more. ones. 
I I wish I won. I don't think I have Mask of the Phantom Phantasm on Blu-ray. Oh, I have really? the show. I, really, I, I have I the animated series. <laughs> Did you get the set? It comes in there. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. I own it. Yeah. Oh. That's how I got it. it then maybe I do own it. Maybe I do yeah, own it. I don't know. When I got the set, it came with that and Mister Freeze. That's the only way to buy it. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and Batman Beyond. If you buy the Batman Beyond one, you get the the Joker. Yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So. Yeah, I love this movie. You guys should all watch it. <laughs> Next up, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it actually inspires me to like want to write. Um, not Ooh. everyone loves the twists and turns in this movie, but after watching the Nope trailer, I said, damn, I'm really in the mood to watch this, and that is Signs. <laughs> I love this. Uh... this is my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie of all time. It is perfect to me. I love the depth that it goes into with everything with Mel Gibson's character and how he used to be the father. Hey, father. And I and I love how they just like the alien stuff in there. I, I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie because my dad showed me it one night. I remember when I was really, really young. He told me that VHS scene was real and it scared the shit out of me. And <laughs> or not the VHS scene, but the alien walking across scared the shit out of me. And he didn't tell me it was not real for like months. Um, oh, OK. So I, I so I literally was That's terrified to watch this movie. That's a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> he just showed me that scene. So then I finally went back and rewatched it with him. When he told me it wasn't and i'm like this is a great movie um very scary uh the scene where he like looks out the window and sees the alien on top of the the barn and it just mm -hmm. like those little moments always get like uh like shivers down my spine because i don't know what's gonna happen you know even though i know what's gonna happen and i think some of the water stuff's cheesy and stupid but i overall just love this movie and honestly i was thinking about it i was like out of all the m night Shyamalan's movies I would love for him to do a sequel to this because that would be cool. That would be cool in my book. I would love that. But at my number one, Ren, it is Lilo and Stitch. Uh, I have come down to the point of saying this. This is my favorite Disney animated film. Um, I love this movie with such a high passion. I know it word for word. I know there's Aladdin. I know Be Beauty and the Beast. And I know Treasure Planet, which is my number two of all time for Disney animation, but Lilo and Stitch just has this charm, this wit, this smart humor to it that makes me just enjoy it to such a high heaven. And it's a fun fact. Disney actually was not believing this movie. In fact, when someone would mess up on another movie, they would move them to that film to work on. So, and the, if you guys don't, if you guys weren't alive for like the marketing of Lilo and Stitch, it was really cool because they actually had Stitch going to destroy other Disney animated movies. In fact, the main poster is like, genie lion king all these other characters yeah, yeah, yeah. down on him like in disgust and that was great marketing back in the day oh, i remember and being I, interested because yeah. as a kid i was like oh all of these characters i love are going to be in the movie yeah well and the thing is is like they're doing a live action for this and they I'm, are i'm not i'm not excited for that at all it really <laughs> depends on how they make stitch look because that's gonna yeah. be the deal break i'm very neutral right now I'm very mm. neutral about it. Because I'll be honest, like it's going to only Disney Plus, which kind yeah. of raises a red flag to me. But then I see that Rangers Rescue trailer and I'm like Oh my god. I'm like, fuck, that looks great. That actually looks yeah. amazing. So but that that is the kind of movie like Lilo and Stitch, I, I believe there at least must have been in the discussion. Like Rescue Rangers, that's never going to a theater. Yeah, never. No, but I guess yeah, you're right on that. You think Lilo and Stitch had the discussion of going theater? I think so. 
I was good, like get, every time you're because you, yeah because you're adapting a theatrical release. That's the thing. Yeah, and maybe that's why I also I. I kind of wish it was in theaters because this movie didn't do mm-hmm. great at the box office, but it's yeah. like VHS sales and stuff were so good. And when we got directed, the box so office good. is probably why they ultimately decided, yeah, it's going to yeah. be Disney plus. We got a series like, but this show mm-hmm. is like lived forever. I love Lilo and stitch. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. So that was my number one uh-huh. of the week. All righty oh, then. Wait, wait, mm. wait, wait. I totally forgot. I forgot, the fucking, episode. I forgot, the I forgot episode. finale. Fucking god damn it. Okay, so move Peacemaker. Okay, this is going to sound bad. Move Peacemaker's episode finale right after Dog. I love everything else under that. I, I love the Peacemaker okay. finale, but put it there. Euphoria uh, put right underneath Peacemaker. I didn't love this episode, but I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. it's a lot of the behind the scenes drama I'm starting to actually see on the screen now with like Kat's character oh. and it's actually really fucking bothering me and I'm oh euphoria okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not I'm not happy with that so but Peacemaker was awesome uh, I'm sure Rob's okay. gonna talk about it so yeah I am I am actually all right everyone let's go into my um I'm trying not to crack up at something I just <laughs> I just sent to Zach <laughs> don't say anything <laughs> but just just take it out if you can. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, uh, so, you know, it's funny. I was going to, re- I was going to mention that. Yeah. Um, but cool. All right. For my weekly ranking, I'm going to start at the very bottom of bottoms, ladies and gentlemen, because yesterday on Netflix, a brand new Texas chain. It's cool. Now they don't need Gengar, but it's cool to see Gengar. Nah, um, is behind me. um, <laughs> uh, yesterday. Netflix released Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's abysmal. Uh, it's really fucking bad. I really struggled whether I gave it one or one and a half stars on Letterboxd and ultimately had to go with one star. Um, there are some, very few, redeemable qualities, and that's what I'll say. I hope this cinematographer and this director get to work with better material. Um, and so, Do you yeah, know I the scenes on this film? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Yeah. I'm gonna say no because I don't remember. But you're going to start telling me about it. And I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, I heard about about that. Yep, I heard about that." Because I heard I, the one thing I remember is that there was also abysmal test screenings towards it because mm-hmm. it was going to be theatrical, and then they sold it to Netflix. And I was talking to uh, Patrick, our friend Patrick Burrow, yesterday, and and we remember that Netflix passed on Holmes and Watson. And yet they yeah. bought this. Holmes and Watson is worse. Holmes they and Watson. Deal, though, think about it. Yeah, Holmes, Holmes and Watson does not have redeemable qualities. I feel. Hmm. I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know. Dude, so. it's like you cannot believe how unfunny Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are. Because you remember they did Step Brothers together and other and Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights, and then you watch that. It's not a single frame of that movie works. But anyway, the worst of this week is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I'm not going to rank on Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. About the history of that real fast. Yes. We really don't know. Uh, the original director actually fucking left four weeks in because oh. the studio came to him and gave him a completely different script and said, we want you to do this one after they were already filming. And he said, fuck <laughs> you, I'm leaving. So he left. And from my All understanding, right. I actually think this, they got a new cinematographer and a director to come in 
in that same week to come direct this movie. And yeah. from there in that day, I knew this movie would be shit. And it is like I never suffered through any of the others. Literally yesterday morning, I I woke up, got my coffee, went to the gym, got home at around 10 a.m., watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time. So I guess I should be ranking that one as well. I'll, I'll rank that one as well. Uh, it's much better than this one. Um, watched the original for the first time and then only watched the new one because that, that's the only thing I need. Never put myself through any of the others or at least I'm led what to believe so bad though just the script the script is awful you don't like any of the characters you can't root for any of the characters Elsie Fisher she's in this I love her uh, I the the quote-unquote arc they give to her character really didn't sit right with me is she the main uh she's the co-main I would say yeah that's fair um so okay if you don't want to know anything about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mute right now while I have my hand in the air, and I'll put it down. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm going to give a few details. So her character, uh, mute right now if you don't want to know anything. Her character is is a survivor of a school shooting. Okay. I and essentially, that, and essentially her character arc, per se, is, oh... Again, I, I can't. I start shaking every time I see again. Her arc is essentially: I'm gonna gain the courage, quote unquote, to pick up a gun and shoot somebody. That somebody happens to be Leatherface, but I'm not sure the kind of message that sends. You know? Yeah. So it just it, it's questionable. I'm not saying it's horrible or anything. Like it's horrible as far as an arc is concerned, because there's not much progression that they do with her. It's she's here. Oh my god, I can't! And then it's like, oh my god, I can! You know, so yeah, it's it's awful in every way. The the dialogue is horrible. Uh, but yeah, we're done with spoilers. Slight spoilers for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So on top of that, I'm going to have yes. <laughs> Uh, on top of that, I'm going to have the Netflix, the Netflix, Jesus, the Amazon Prime original, I Want You Back. It's a fine comedy. I would put it like on the same level, essentially, than Marry Me. It's just fine. It's perfectly watchable. There are some charming moments. And it was going for something so interesting. But then it ends up doing everything that a, that a mundane, ge generic rom-com yep. yeah by the very end i'm like oh you're going this interesting direction nope you're not you're going in the direction that every single other one goes it's better than marry me it's better than marry me I, I don't i don't begrudge it it's actually very well made just the writing takes it a bit down for me i, I wouldn't i wouldn't give it a negative grade i would overall give it a thumbs up but it's right there on the line on top of that i'm going to have kimmy i'm going to have kimmy which i think i watched last week so i shouldn't I shouldn't be, <laughs> I shouldn't be grading that one, but yeah, Kimmy is fine. It's got a, a stronger latter half than an original half than a first half. Just doesn't feel that original, that unique. Like you've seen other versions of it, better versions and worst versions. So this one sits just right in the middle. Over that, I finally watched Parallel Mothers. I took care of one of the international features. It's weird. It's yeah, it so weird. Like, 
There are a ton of elements about it that work. Penelope Cruz is really great. I wouldn't have nominated her over Amelia Jones, but anyway, she's great. But then it, it, it starts to present all these weird ideas that don't mix well with one another, and they feel like they're going for completely different tones. Sometimes I'm looking at the screen, I'm like, okay, this is very melodramatic. But then it's kind of very serious, searing, heavy drama. And I just didn't know what to make of this film overall. There are a ton of great pieces, but overall it's just, it's odd. I never expected to see, oh, this is a weird movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's Parallel, Parallel Mothers for you. Over that, Zach... You know my thoughts generally on documentaries, right? That I don't care too much to watch them. They don't they don't get me hyped for anything. I finally watched The Tinder Swindler. Oh, I don't this know what it's about. It's a documentary on Netflix. Um, go in blind. Just go with with like that title and and make any assumptions you want. It's from the same team that did uh, Don't Fuck with Cats. And oh. I do think, yeah, and I do think that it could have worked even better, like as a three-part show, like uh, like Don't Fuck with Cats was. This is like a two-hour movie. It's so engaging in that first half, and then the second half, it's all payoff. So it is satisfying. It's not like you have this ama amazing buildup and you don't have great stuff. You have great payoff, but it's like dragged out through an hour. So it's all payoff, 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 payoff. And so then the impact and the satisfaction starts to diminish a little bit. But it's very strong. It's very strong. It's like overall, this year, it is my third favorite movie of the year, right behind the Fallout wow. and Scream. Yes, I like a documentary that much, guys. So definitely give it a watch. On top of, um, of the Tinder Swindler, the Peacemaker finale. Such a fun time. It's the episode that makes me realize how much I actually love their character development, the humanity, the vulnerability they, they expose about one another throughout the show. It's also the episode that once you get to the reveal of everything about the Fireflies, I'm like, really? Uh, okay. Uh, not sure that really worked. It felt like we were having a mystery. When we get to the reasoning behind it, it feels like you had a mystery for the sake of having a mystery. Like, it doesn't really justify certain lines or certain actions or certain decision-making of certain characters along the way throughout the show. So it just highlights that the plotting was the weakest part of the show. Like, it's not horrible. I, I, I don't think this is a lesser show because of, of that plotting. but. It's just a really, really good show that is somewhat flawed because of its plotting. But the characters are the best part. And I think on a show, you definitely your priority is definitely to have strong characters. If you have both a strong character and a strong story, awesome. But the characters come first, I feel, Can on a show honest? when it comes to long-ranging storytelling. I didn't yeah. hear the title of this show. So I don't know what show you're talking about. Peacemaker, Peacemaker, the finale. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was Peacemaker, but I was like... Yeah, yeah, Okay. And at number one, I reviewed it this week. You guys have come in in droves. We are right now at... Um, 
121 views on it, and you might think 121 is not too many, but given that most of the videos on the channel don't get to three digits, Batman Begins. It's still so fucking good. I love this movie so much. It has a few flaws that I wish it didn't have, but they're very minute compared to the overall qualities of this show. So I really love Batman Begins. I'm going to be watching The Dark Knight today, recording tomorrow, and the review will hopefully drop on Monday at the latest Tuesday. So then we will only be missing be missing The Dark Knight Rises. Are you uh, maybe seeing something next week officially? Still not confirmed, so I, I don't want to jinx it. But okay. yes, I sent in my RSVP for Thursday. Okay. And I don't think we can talk about it. Uh, maybe we can give social media reactions, but don't expect... Um, uh, no social media reactions. Oh, okay, nothing. Nothing. So we won't be able to talk about it. So, so, so Monday. Yeah. They're doing Monday a, Yeah. I, I actually... Tomorrow, the, the other week. The other Monday. I think they learned from uh, Suicide Squad. I'll just say yeah. that. I think they learned yeah. from Suicide Squad. All right. Let's go with our friends' weekly ranking. Luis Feliciano. Weekly ranking, number four, latest episode of Pam and Tommy comes in last place. Number three, Black Widow. Number two, Death on the Nile. And number one, Uncharted. I definitely think... Yeah, I have this in in absolute reverse compared to Luis's. Good profile picture, too, by the way. The Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness poster. But yeah, I think mine is completely reverse. Is the latest one five or six? I think it's five, but they're all... Yeah, but my ranking is, is just a reverse of that. Thank you for sharing, Luis. GKOEP, my weekly ranking, 6. Euphoria episode 6. I thought the series episode was so good. Um, number 5, The Dark Knight Rises. Number 4, The Bernie Mac Show. RIP Bernie Mac. Number 3, Peacemaker Finale. Number 2, The Fighter. And number 1, The Dark Knight. Alrighty. Um, I definitely have The Dark Knight Rises higher. Not that I've seen... Oops. Not that I've ever seen the Bernie Mac show. Because um, you... Regarding the things you watch this week, Gico, you only watch quality stuff, man. You really only watch quality stuff, gotta say. So that's all great. Um, yeah. No, I, I think I would have it the same order. But it's just everything you watch this quality. Yeah. Um, I would have uh, Dark Knight Rises over the Peacemaker finale. And maybe Euphoria as well. But again, all quality. All quality. Tony Movie Chappie. Weekly watch for me. I watched a couple of my favorite video game movies because of Uncharted. Number five, Mortal Kombat Reboots. Number four, Tomb Raider 2018. Number three, the first Hitman movie. Number two, Sonic. Number two, Warcraft. Number three, Sonic. Number two, Warcraft. And number one, Detective Pikachu. It's been a while since I watched that um, Hitman movie with Timothy Holofont. I would definitely have Mortal Kombat reboot at number one. Warcraft after that. Then Tomb Raider. Then Sonic. Then Detective Pikachu. Uh, and I, I'm, uh, I'm not confident enough to rank the... Um, the... The Hitman movie. How about you, Zach? Hitman movie last. Fucking hated that movie. Um, <laughs> I'm tied. Mortal Kombat and Tomb Raider would be tied for me because 
<sighs> Mortal Kombat has a terrible fucking story, but I think Tomb Raider has a better story, but not as great action and depth to what it should have been. So those mm-hmm. ones are tied. Um, Sonic Warcraft Detective Pikachu. I really like Warcraft because I played the game back in the day, so it's not a great mm-hmm. movie, but it's good for me. All right, Jordan Morgan, good friend of the show. We missed you, buddy. Just three movies this week because of a reason I will say after this. Number three, Kimmy. Number two, Pain and Gay, Best Bay Film. And number one, Upgrade. I definitely prefer Pain and Gay to Upgrade. Best Bay Film? It's really only between three for me because it's Pain and Gay. It's... I, I, I quite like The Island. I know most people don't. I'm sorry. I really like The Island. And Armageddon. Really. Those are the ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you agree, Zach? Do you have anything to add? Uh, Pain and Gain is my favorite Bay film, so I actually agree with that. Um, I'm big! I'm can tough. I say something, though? Yeah. I have actually heard Ambulance is fucking amazing. I... Ambulance is a trail that... Oh my god, I'm really enjoying this. Oh my god, it's still going. I'm not gonna look yeah, anymore, because it's showing up. <laughs> but I will say that I have heard that movie is back to Bay's prime. Nice. So, I like that. I, I apparently I like, like that. I know two people that have seen it and then I talked to another friend who knows like a way a lot more people. Everyone liked it. Everyone liked mm-hmm. the movie. So that is very, very good to know. And weekly ranking by Eric Thorpe. My weekly ranking number one, Batman Begins. Number two, Peacemaker season one finale. Number three, Uncharted. Number four, Death on the Nile. Number five, Murder on the Orient Express. Four and five are pretty much tied for me. Nothing bad this week i definitely have mur- uh, murder on the orient express over in char and death on the nile because uh, i really love that movie but zach agrees with you even prefers uh death on the nile to the original so thank you for sharing eric all right everyone let's get into our main topic this week because uncharted has finally come out for you over there in the united states uh zach has seen it i've seen it we're not going to intentionally dive into spoilers, but if we happen to find that we need to talk about a certain spoiler, I'll put up like a banner need, saying uh, spoilers. To be honest, I'm going to need to talk spoilers on something. Okay, so. he's going to need to talk spoilers. So I'm just going to prepare a banner uh, to come up when Zechariah needs to talk spoilers. Hang on, I can do it here. Um, it's not like they're huge, if I'm being honest. Um, some of it you've seen from the trailer. Uh, if you've seen all the trailers. Actually, you, yeah, I mean... Because the uh, Uncharted trailer, and I'm talking that, so... What do I want? Uncharted. So, we'll bring up this when we talk spoilers, but it's not going to be right now. It's not going to be right now, so don't worry. And we want to talk about the fact that Majority, there are exceptions, um, but majority of video game movies are, are, are bad. In the past few years, I think, maybe I'm going to be a positive Pete on this, but I think we've seen an evolution of them. Because for a while now, even in 2016, probably the worst of the bunch came out in Assassin's Creed, but also we had Warcraft. Now, I never played the games of Warcraft, so I don't know how it compares as an adaptation, but as a movie, it was okay. And since then, we've seen like a plethora of them that are actually okay. Uh, We had Tomb Raider. 
We didn't have one in 2017, unless I'm like blanking completely on something. I can look it up. So check for me. But we had Tomb Raider 2018. That was okay. I really don't like Detective Pikachu, but general audiences, critics uh, in general, Evil, thought it was Final a... Chapter 2017. Well, well, no, it doesn't count that because it's absolute shit. It's even worse than Assassin's Creed. Um, I can go about that all day. Um, but Detective Pikachu, generally, most people thought it was okay. You saw it. Rampage. Oh, there was Rampage in 2018. Rampage was good. Rampage was good. See, that that's a good one. Uh, Rampage was good in 2018. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Most people like. Uh, at this point, you can make the argument that it's based on the animated series. It's based on a game. It's based on a game. Um, most people like that one. Last year, Mortal Kombat. I really enjoy Mortal Kombat. Not that it should win any Academy Awards or any awards for that matter, but Really enjoyable. Werewolf and, within, and, that small indie film. Never seen it and never heard wow. of the video game. It's really good. Um, both, are, both are really good. And then, but but this only relates to movies now. Because if you go to TV, The Witcher, it's not just fun. It's not just okay. It's not just good. It's excellent. It's fantastic. Yeah, and I'm sure there are some others that I might be forgetting right now, but The Witcher is like the standard bearer right now. Yeah, but Do you that think one The Witcher is better than most because it's also their adapting part of the book. Like it's like they took. That's the what I was gonna say. Not only is it TV, that's yeah. the thing. Not only is it TV, but also there there is like unlike Sonic. Like I see people, oh, Sonic is technically adapted from the anime. No, it, it's the game. Period. Yeah, um, like, the, the Witcher, Witcher there is an argument to be made about it, it, games and books and all mixed in because the games themselves only exist because of the books like, like Sonic the Hedgehog the animated series only exists because of the games um, so there's an argument to be there made on Witcher but as far as movies are concerned Zach I think Uncharted overall is a step in the right direction but we've been seeing this direction being maintained for the most part since 2016, where we've seen, oh, it, it's not terrible, but it's okay. And for a while now, we've been saying that about video game movies. Are, it's not terrible, but it's okay. It still hasn't overcome that curse. I think Uncharted does quite a few things better than some other video game adaptations, but also commits quite a few of the same sins yeah. uh what are your thoughts on it and what do you think like are the lessons that right now we have a a good enough pool so we can take away certain lessons from now i, I do want to mention lady aaron said i know a movie called ready player one came out in 2018 but i have no idea if that counts it doesn't count nope. because it's not an adaptation of an actual video game same with free guy free guy does not count yeah. because it's not an adaptation of video game yes there's video game elements to it so if we're counting any video game movie then you can include video game documentaries. You can include that's yeah. where you can go. But this is video game adaptations. Um, I think Uncharted, it's a step in the right direction, but it's also a step backwards because this game, this movie has been in development for almost like 15, 20 years at this that's point. That's true. That's a good which point. Is, which is insane. That it, it literally went into development after the first game. And yep. if you read the history of it, it was just one after another the fact that they had david o. russell at one point with mark Wahlberg, robert de niro and joe pesci all involved with this film that's fucking insane to me then you go to then you get sean levy travis knight and we end up with reuben fleischer who is not a bad director he's just fine to me i, I don't think he he directs he's competent on the page. 
Yep, exactly. So my issue with this is, is I feel like with Uncharted, it's like, a, and I told you this, it's like a bunch of screenwriters who have never played the game, looked up on YouTube, top 10 best moments from Uncharted, and took the lines, took dialogue moments, and it took some of the best set pieces. Or took those set pieces and maybe changed them just a bit. Oh, there's but, it is, but none of those videos of the top 10 best in Charm over didn't have anything from game two. <laughs> no, no, no. Because as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, oh, I'm curious to see what Zach will think of the, about this. Because as I'm watching the movie last week, because we got it first for once, I just want to brag about that while I can. Um, yeah. I was like, okay, that's from the first game. Okay, that's from the third game. Okay, that's from the fourth game. Where's the second game? <laughs> yeah, which is kind of. I guess the only element they did have is that he the movie starts off with him waking up on the cargo thing, where like in the second well, game he wakes yeah. up. And, and, and you have Chloe. Chloe is introduced yeah. in the second game. But and that's my thing is that like this movie, I would argue, Tom Holland and Chloe got their characters right. Oh yes, yeah, a hundred. Sometimes the script was not in their favor, but because of no. them. It worked. I will tell you right yes. now. I guarantee they have both played the game. I think it's even. I think Sophia and her and him have even talked about that they played the game. He has talked a lot about playing the game because I, I just watched. I don't know an interview of him yeah. this past week, and he was talking about how when he was shooting Homecoming, Sony gave him a PlayStation. So right off the bat, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sony but, gave him a PlayStation with the f the first Uncharted game, and he started playing while he, he was, was between takes. Like four years ago, for the yeah, 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 for so sure. He's for actually sure. aged already into a young Nathan Drake, not a yeah. child Nathan Drake, which is funny. Yeah. So, Mark Wahlberg has never played this fucking Sully. I don't think right. Mark. To be fair, I don't think Mark Wahlberg has ever played a game. <laughs> no, probably not. But the script didn't help him. The directing didn't help him, and that's my thing. Is for people who don't have never played the game, I think you can watch this and enjoy it. But for people mm -hmm. who have played the game, I think you'll watch it and maybe you'll enjoy it, but you'll be like, this should have been better. Like, I enjoy so this, but there are depth. frustrations to be had. Yeah. And like, I do not get why they brought the brother in, Sam. I, and that, and I'm not going to get into spoilers with it, but everything with mm -hmm. Sam, I was just like, really? Like, I don't, I love Sam, but I don't think that that element really works until you've built up nathan drake yeah because the way the games did it and again it's fine to adapt it in a different way now i would be completely different if this movie was fucking good i, I mean if this obviously, movie was great obviously. and certain things were different like say sully was completely different or say the story was different say sully then, was sully yeah yeah but i mean honestly like say mark Wahlberg was still playing the exact same version of sully but the story everything else was fucking mm -hmm. great and i watched it i'm like you know, it's not the version I like, but that's fine. Because that Witcher, um, Ve Vesemir, right? Was that who his Vesemir, name is? yeah. So Vesemir is a little bit different than he is in the book and the games. But because Witcher season two was good, I But he's not fundamentally different. Like it's no, still the same character. Like he is. Mark Wahlberg, like I like what he did, like acting wise. I think he gave a good performance. He's just not playing Sully. Because they didn't write yeah. Sully into that script, they wrote, and and uh, what I said I said in my review, and I'm going to reiterate to see if you agree or not. Because I said this to you last week, but fair fair enough, you might have forgotten that. Th I I like origin stories, so I appreciated th this 
this fresh take on on Nate on Nathan Drake, where we see an origin story and we see certain qualities. The character is slightly shifted, but it's still the same Nathan Drake. You see the rough the rough qualities and faults of the character that we know from the games. And you can see this version of the character that we saw in the movie growing into becoming that guy. I at least see that as I'm watching the hey, show. I'm no, like, okay, this is not yet that guy, but I can see you becoming I, I that could, guy. I would love for the next movie to be Uncharted Drake's Fortune. I would love Bring for the next Levy. movie. Bring in Sean Levy. Yep. I would love for that second movie to literally be the first game because it would fit. Mm -hmm. You could say like you could skip a couple of years, like two or three years, and say that now Nathan Drake's been like he's a world-renowned fortune hunter. You know, Elena mm -hmm. is coming with him, stuff like that. Because I'll be also honest, as much as I love Chloe, I'm in the camp that I think Chloe should have been held. Or since it was an origin story, we should have seen that relationship between Chloe and Nathan. That that's a big thing for me that they did not show that. So okay. there's certain things in there that bother me, but. Is this the worst video game movie in the world? No, it could have been no. worse. It, it really could have been. Even the stunts and the action, all the visual effects sometimes were terrible. I thought the third act was great. I thought all the pirate ship stuff was fucking fun. I, I, I actually really enjoyed myself in the third act. My favorite action set piece was the one in the nightclub in Madrid or Barcelona. That was I don't know, the, bar scene, the bar yes. scene? The bar scene? Yes. I was like, this was is great. awesome. This that, is right out of every time. Every time it was... Chloe and Nate, every time there was treasure hunting happening, I'm like, this completely understands the games. When this completely understands the scene and Papa John's. That's not a spoiler. He has a fight scene no. with Papa John's. That, yeah. that was cool. So um I, I do just want to talk about the, want to talk about the end credit scene, so I don't know if you want to put up a spoiler. It's in the trailer. This movie I, the, the I want to talk about something in the third act, so I'm going to bring up the spoilers as well okay. for something I want to talk about, but you go ahead. So Right now, if you're watching us, uncharted spoilers. If you're just listening to us from Monday, we apologize. Yeah. Uh, the other but thing I will say you is have the whole weekend to see it. Yeah, I'm almost done ranting about this movie, and then we can kind of dive into like other video game properties and what we want to see them do. Because mm -hmm. in a sense, the biggest thing is yeah. adapting it for the screen, but making it feel like the original property but in your sense your own style and i think they didn't really go for that in here um mm -hmm. that actually worked but the end credit scene can i can i, can I just say i'm going to introduce this for you to talk about it because yeah. as soon as that second trailer came out which i didn't watch i didn't watch the scene i didn't watch the trailer itself zach on the chat he was always saying and other members on our chat were always saying oh that's the fucking post credit scene hundred percent. That's the postgres. <laughs> and then I saw the movie, and I'm like, I tweeted it out. Yeah, that was the. And then Zach last week he asked me, "Is that the postgres?" And I'm like, "It is." And then someone else asked me on a private chat, "Just tell me something. Don't tell me anything, but just tell me is blah blah, blah the postgres?" And I'm like, "Yep, it is the postgres." <laughs> well, we can spoil it because we're talking uncharted spoilers. It's true. The, the, the mustache. Is fucking Mark Wahlberg with a mustache. Dumb, stupid. The mustache looks stupid. Everything looks stupid for that. I the banter I, I, I between them, the banter between them in that scene is great. Puberty is right around the corner, I, man. You can grow your own. I I hated that scene. I was so fucking mad. For some reason, I like the cat joke though. I don't I don't don't ask. The me cat is there. great because it's a cat. We like pets. We like animals. But so it's I all sat there be. and I'm like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. And I'm going to tell you right now, mustache looks fucking terrible. 
It looked terrible. When I saw Mark Wahlberg took a photo with that mustache, I literally, even before I saw the clip, I said, that's the, he's filming the end credit scene right now. Mm-hmm. They are literally filming this end credit scene because fans are pissed that he doesn't have the mustache. I need, I need to watch it again, but like when he comes in, the first shot of him is like from behind. It's an over-the-shoulder where you see just his back. And his mustache obviously isn't too big, but from the back, it looks like he doesn't have it. So uh, I'm not saying this as, oh, surprise, it's a fake mustache. No, uh, sure, it's a fake mustache. I'm just surprised that even with that shot from behind, he already didn't have it on his face. And maybe. I mean, but I, I just, I hated that. But talk to your spoiler, man, from the third act. So I, I do want to add to the post credit scene that this is the second time recently that Sony has spoiled the presence of an actor in that post in or that the, or the scene. ending of their movie. Not even the second time. They do this a lot. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2. But um, it happened with the Ghostbusters, where you're playing the credits and Sigourney Weaver. And I'm like, she wasn't in this movie. Boom. Oh, there she is. Yeah. And now it happened with this one again, where it's Pilo Asbeck, who's going to be in Aquaman, who was Zero on Greyjoy. And I'm like, he's not in the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Here he is. That's the guy from the second movie, the one they're talking about, right? The second game. That's the villain from the second game, Gage. Because they're talking about a Gage, something Gage, or Gage something. Oh, I didn't even notice that. So wait, like, that's the guy from the second Is he playing the the main villain from the second game? No, 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 no. Him and Drake in that scene are talking about someone called Gage. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the villain from the second game. Uh, Uncharted Gage. The, the guy with the eye patch. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, let me see. But I want to talk about my spoiler, which it's a very minute thing, but it really grinded my gears because of all the other things that are wrong with this with this movie, Zach. That is Roman. So Gage Roman, is an okay. entirely new character, but Roman is okay. the very first Uncharted. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. <laughs> You, you have the, like, Sully is going through his arc where he has to rescind the, the greed and the gold to grab onto Ned. You have the classic, oh, grab your friend or grab the thing you've been searching for the entire movie. It's, I've seen it before. Happens in Treasure Planet. In Treasure Planet, there's a really great moment where Jim is falling and John Silver chooses to let go of the treasure and grab him. You know why this works? Because he hasn't grabbed either one of them and he has to choose. There's a moment in this movie, in the third act, where Nate has climbed all the way to the helicopter where Sully is, and he has to choose between the gold and Nate. Only one problem. He already has the gold in his fucking hand. The only thing he has to do is throw the gold inside the helicopter where he is standing and throw it in. Here you go. He grabs Nate. Now you can say, oh, he has to throw the gold in the face of uh, the, the villain girl. Which, by the way, is such a big mistake to make her the villain and not Antonio Banderas. Dude! Paul, okay, since we're talking spoilers, when she <laughs> killed him, I literally sat yep. there and I'm like, you just wasted Antonio Banderas. I'm like, what like, the nothing fuck? Nothing against her. She actually did really good. She reminded me of Nadine from Uncharted 4. The, perf- the performance is good. No it's fine. It's the character. Like, the character is not compelling whatsoever. Like, it's just greed. And you can say, oh, Antonio Banderas is also greed. Yes, but you saw throughout that film how There's a family how far is he willing to go. Like, he kills his father. You know? Yeah. So, 
But anyway, oh, he has to throw the gold on her face. Throw one piece of gold in her face. You don't need to throw the whole fucking bag. So it doesn't work for me because of that single element of he already has the gold in his hand. He just puts it down and grabs onto Nate. Yeah. Done. Nothing else needed to be done. But but yeah. Uh, again, there are quite a few things that I like in this movie. I think it's actually quite entertaining. Like it's Nolan fun North to watch. So good. And I love the line of, huh, that happened to me once. Yeah. And I will say this. I didn't mention my review. I, I don't know who composed the score for this, but thank you for oh, you the I first who did it? Who did it? Ramin Jawadi. Game of Thrones, Eternals. Okay, that's um, right. Because I'm the sitting first there, Iron Man. and I'm yeah. like, wow, this Uncharted score is actually not shit. It's actually not yeah. shit. And the way they weaved in, the while I would have preferred that a little bit more throughout it, I was like, thank mm -hmm. you for weaving this in. Because when it gets weaved in, I was like, this is actually really good. So, yeah. like, so like, I want to see a sequel to this. I will be honest. I want, I want a sequel. But I want a better director and I want a better writer. Um, I want someone who knows the thing that's missing from Uncharted. This movie is it's missing the personality of Uncharted. I'm so okay one, one of the writers is the showrunner of the Wheel of Time. Like, and I don't know. I'm just assuming with what I'm about to say. I'm just assuming, but I'm going to assume that the things that worked writing wise were because of him. Uh, his name is Rafe Judkins. I think absolutely like. I want to see a sequel. I want them trying again and, and learning from the mistakes of this new movie. Uh, of this movie. <laughs> of the new movie. I definitely want them. I, I think it's essential that they get a, a new director. Um, and I think it's essential that maybe they should keep, keep him, but he's probably going to be busy showrunning The Wheel of Time. But also, I think it'd be important to bring someone else at the most you should have two writers and something like this that work together i would bring in sean levy because i think he's just like i love travis knight i think he would be an incredible choice sean levy is the kind of director where where it's it's insane how much of a fit he is for uncharted uh so uh, he definitely gets my vote because he was also at one point supposed to direct this new one uh do you have any ideas that I love Sean, but he's doing Free Guy too. So I mean, that's that's probably not. Fuck Free Guy too. Get this one in the pipe. I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> damn, I don't. Honestly, I have a choice, and I didn't love what he did with Venom too. But I wouldn't mind Andy oh. Circus. I he was supposed to direct Tintin. He was supposed to direct Tintin at one point. Was he? And so Spielberg was supposed to do the first one. Yeah, uh, it was going to be Spielberg, Jackson, Spielberg, Jackson, Spielberg, Jackson. It was Spielberg, Jackson, Circus. Oh, okay. That was the okay. original plan, but obviously that happened. Jackson's another one. I fucking love if Peter Jackson did an Uncharted film. No I way he does it. Yeah, you never know. Never say never. I mean, they brought a lot. I, I don't want to be wrong. I'm not saying I, I should yeah. be right, but, you know. I'll also say John Watts. I mean, I know he's doing Fantastic Four, but I would also love for him to do an Uncharted. That's movie. a good so. fit. I like that fit. Yeah. I'm gonna say some. I'm gonna also say someone again. Good fit. Do I think this person does it? Absolutely not. Way too busy, and he should keep busy with those yeah. things. Yeah. John Favreau. 
I was just about to say, I, I also had him too. I have one more, and he's not doing it. He just got announced to do a new film, a new animated film, but fucking Brad Bird. Mm, that's a good one. Like writing that's and directing. That's a good one. I would fully trust that. Because, like, I, I, and I know a ton of people don't like this movie. I'm probably the only person who really likes it. But obviously, he did Ghost Protocol, which is right arguably. I'm going to talk about Tomorrowland. I've never seen it. Because, like, strip away the sci fi ness. But when you look at the core story of that, there's a lot of unchartedness in that. Um, I quite like that movie. So, if I could recommend something to you, uh, it would be that. But anyway, let's be done with Uncharted spoilers. Let me take this mm-hmm. off. I can never I have find a better director. I have one more Ooh, director, by the way. Go ahead. There, I think Anton Fuqua would fucking kill an Uncharted movie. He's not like one of my favorite directors in the world, but I feel like he could get like what it's about. Or even um, who's the guy who did Extraction? Sam Hargrave. Sam Hargrave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like. That uh, I don't know. I think he'd be a great second unit director to direct some of the action set pieces. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. That would be a good compliment. But, like, direct this big franchise film? I don't know. But also, and I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Because I, w- I think I would remember seeing it otherwise. But this was the first movie with the, from PlayStation Studios. The big logo came in with God of War, with Horizon Zero Dawn, with, well, Uncharted. PlayStation Studios, right there. And I'm like, oh, this is new. This is fresh. And then the film had a lot of familiar mistakes. But anyway... Let me see if we have uh, any tips because we should be going to the to the um, ask me anything in a second. To the ask me anything um, portion. So I'm going to put this one up from Nathan Holton before we see if we have any tips. So we're going to do our best to get to as many as we can, guys. Uh, but we're going to go for another half hour. But that's our discussion on Uncharted. Let us know what you thought about it. Um, remember, easiest way for us to find questions for this portion of the show question mark at the end because I, I i try as fast as i can to look at what you guys wrote uh to bring it up yeah. so don't and forget if you guys that. want us to talk other video game movies yes absolutely absolutely or any or any of the news that dropped this week like nathan is asking and we start and with nathan. A lot of news. yes are you excited if we did if we still did geeks at the round table this would be a very packed show um yeah. but anyway that, that was fun I'm li- I, I love that we had like a ton of time to talk about this one topic. Um, so we're off to a good start, I feel. Um, Me too. All right. Nathan Holton, are you excited for Deepwater, Ben Affleck, new film, and Elvis? So I'm excited for Deepwater because I love the premise. It's Adrian Lyne, who directed a ton of movies of the genre. Love Ana de Armas. Love Ben Affleck. It's an erotic thriller. I'm going to be there. Like, I, like we say, Zach, bring on the filthy. We love the filthy. Um, but the trailer wasn't too much like a conversation between the two of them where they're getting hornier and hornier and I was getting hornier and hornier watching the film, the trailer um, and already got a screener locked uh, don't have it yet I haven't when seen it, it come out? Uh, it's March something, March 11th like the first two weeks or something I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be reviewing that film am I excited for Elvis if you go back to my most anticipated movies of this year, you're going to see that I mentioned Elvis, but couldn't put it on the list because we didn't have a trailer. If we had had this trailer back when I made that video, 
this would be top five most anticipated movies. I adored this trailer. I'm obsessed with this trailer. It starts off rocky. Tom Hanks is doing this kind of accent. I like Austin Butler as an actor overall, but he was a virgin on that line. I'm like, is he transforming into Elvis or is he doing a, an impression? And not really a good performance. When he steps onto that stage, much like Tom Hanks narrates, he becomes a superhero. From then on, it's insanity. It's everything I could want from an Elvis biopic. Judging from the trailer, obviously. The movie by me shit, but just judging from that trailer, it's everything I could want from an Elvis biopic directed by Baz Luhrmann. As good a fit as Sean Levy is for Uncharted, Baz Luhrmann is the director to give us an Elvis biopic. Zach, your thoughts? Do you agree, disagree? Uh, so I didn't watch Deepwater's trailer. Um, it's literally but, a scene of, of them just yeah, talking to yeah. one another. Um, I'm excited because it's Anna and Ben. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any much more stake in the game for that. I do get why they put it to streaming, though. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. If, this is a, if this is a case of this movie fucking sucks and we're putting it on streaming or... Nah, like, it's, me, it's a money thing. Yeah. It wouldn't have made money in theaters. Um, Elvis, though. Um, I know someone who's seen it. So I've been anticipating this trailer for a while. Uh, good things I've heard. Not the best, right. but good things. But I have heard... You like Boz, you will fucking adore this movie. I love Boz. So very, very excited to see what he has in store. Because the last film he did was Gatsby, right? Or did he do something else? I think no, he's been I trying to do Elvis was. ever since. And I love, I love his Gatsby. I know most people don't. Whatever. I'm sorry you didn't, but I love I his Gatsby. Gatsby. I loved Gatsby too. So um he wrote the get down to show and he directed one episode, but yeah. Film that uh, the Gatsby is the last one he did. Damn. Well, I'm excited to see what he does. He, this is like his passion project. So, yeah, I still, I'll be honest though. And Australia I, is underrated. The movie Australia is underrated. And so I've is never the country. Seen that, but I've always wanted to. But I have, um, Adam Butler. Is it Adam Butler? Austin, what is Austin, Butler. Austin Butler. I don't. I didn't fully feel him as Elvis. That's I, fair. I'll be honest. I think I that's fair. Movie for that. Um, I think he's mm -hmm. a good actor. I still prefer. Um, I know not everyone loves Miles Teller. I would have preferred him as Elvis. That that's just my opinion. Uh, I think uh, I him he's as Elvis. he's an asshole. So I I just don't want him to have roles. As oh, good I of know an actor he is. he is. I know he is. So. <laughs> he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> um, okay, so we covered that. Uh, d d d d questions, questions, questions. Oh, Gabriel Escobar. We didn't bring up his weekly ranking. My weekly ranking. I got the chance to finally watch. Uh, number four, Redeeming Love. I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Number three, Uncharted. Number three, Marry Me. Uh, J Lo and Maluma. Number two, a uh, pumpkin emoji. And, and <laughs> I guess. And number one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, we finally found someone who enjoyed this, so I'm glad you enjoyed it, Gabriel. Thank you for asking, uh, for sharing, not asking. Um, all right. Uh, do, 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 do. More questions. More questions. Um, ooh, ooh. The worst video game movies I've seen is the Super Mario Bros. and Max Payne. Super Mario Bros. is is one of those so bad it starts being good again. 
Max Payne, though. Dude. Wow. As someone Holy who shit. loves Max Payne video games, I don't know if you've ever played them. As I someone who has never touched those games, that oh. that is an awful movie. So can I tell you how you think <laughs> I feel as someone who loves those games? Watching that movie and feeling like my entire childhood crumbling in front of my fucking face. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, but that was oof, that was bad. I, I and again, I, I never I never played. Ooh, this is fun. So stop on focusing camera. There we go. So to everyone here in the chat and to Ryan and Zach, what is your favorite and least favorite video game movie? Good question. <sighs> I got my I already have this one pretty much down. Um, so my favorite is Detective Pikachu. Well, okay, so if you include things that aren't adaptions, uh mm -hmm. Free Guy and Ready Player One are like my number one. I fucking especially okay. Ready Player One. I absolutely adore Ready Player One. It was my favorite one of my favorite films of that year, one of my favorite Spielberg films. Love that, love the book, love everything about it. Mm -hmm. Uh but if we're talking just video game adaptions. Detective Pikachu hit the mark for me. It's not perfect, but I really, really enjoyed it because it was Pokemon. I fucking love Pokemon, as you can see behind me. Um, least favorite? I, I mean, Max Payne uh, might okay. be one of the worst. Uh, I really like Warcraft, though. I think Warcraft's very underrated. But least favorite, man, it, it's probably got to be uh, Max Payne. That, that movie is fucking terrible. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of terrible ones. Wait, fuck, Resident Evil came out too, and I hated, I hated almost every single. Raccoon one. City. Single, all of them. Every, I, I, okay. I mean, I hated Raccoon City, but I hated almost all the the Mila Jovovich ones. Besides, like, I didn't hate the first three, but I don't know. There's a lot of bad ones out there, but I, I'll, I'll go Max Payne because that one was an easy one to adapt, and they fucked it up. Mm -hmm. So. You know that Paul W.S. Anderson is my nemesis. I despise Resident Evil, the final chapter, with a passion. But I'm going to let you one, I'm going to let that one... Thank you very much. Uh, a lot of people still remember that <laughs> for better or worse. Um, but I'm going to let that one slide because I, I, I don't hate it because of what it does to Resident Evil because I never played those games. I never cared to play those. It's not my type of game. Assa Assassin's Creed is the worst video game oh, movie fuck. for me. Because I... it has all the pieces to make it work. Much but like Texas is the most interesting. The most it has Michael Fassbender, Jeremy Irons, Brendan Gleeson, Marion Cotillard. It has Justin Kurzel as a director. And it, 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 it's beyond baffling how awful that movie is. That is one of the worst trips. Favorite? 100%. A favorite? It's hard not to go Mortal Kombat 2021 for me. Rampage is fun, but again, I never played the Rampage games. I'm going to die on the hill that Prince of Persia is super yeah. fun. Prince I really Persia's enjoy awesome. that movie. Love, love, love that um, movie. Even though Jake Gyllenhaal's not Persian, but whatever. No, yes. Neither is Gemma Arterton, but I'm not... Dude. Gemma Arden look in that movie. I'm not gonna come. Yeah, I mean, you can count the Pokemon games, the Pokemon animated movies. I guess uh, yeah. I would go Pokemon Three, the Ante movie. That's by far the best one. Um, but yeah, Mortal Kombat as favorite, Assassin's Creed as no favorite. Shout out to Prince of Persia. Can you? Did you see Prince of Persia in theaters? 
Yes. Okay, I gotta ask you. So I did a double feature of this movie with my dad. Ooh, okay. Um, because we were in California, and my sister and my mom wanted to go to Legoland, but me and my dad had no interest. So he's like, "I'll just take you to okay. and see two movies." So he took me and saw Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. It, I'll give you a hint, but it's it's a raunchy comedy. Was what I saw, and it's a sequel. It's a spinoff okay. sequel to another raunchy comedy, romantic raunchy comedy. But we saw Prince of Persia and this other movie. Do you think you can guess it? I'll give you one of the actors if you have like no idea around that time frame. Prince of Persia was May 2010 or April 2010. Yeah. A raunchy comedy that came out around that time. And it's a spin-off slash sequel to another romantic raunchy comedy. Oh. This is your movie trivia schmodown type of... Uh... G- give me an actor. Give me an actor. Uh, so there's two main ones. I- okay, so like I could technically... I'll give you one. Okay. And then if you don't get it, I'll give you one of the main stars. Uh, P. Diddy's in it. Oh, is it, um, it's the spinoff. See, I'm getting it already. It's yeah. a spinoff yeah. to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, yeah. Get him to the Greek. Yep. That was my double. Never seen it. Movie. Never seen it, by the way. Dude, you've never yep. seen Okay. The I've movie... seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Never seen the. I, I know. So, uh, so let me just, for context. Not anymore. I've actually evolved recently but i used to need like to just have something playing on the tv very low volume just to have uh, a lot of something playing in the background as i tried to fall asleep and i've started to watch that movie because i also needed to select something i don't want to select something too interesting i don't want to select something too boring so that one was just right there and so i put that on several times i I think so i i always started to watch it but I, i never properly watched it you know dude it is so funny and then like the last 20 minutes is fucking terrible <laughs> like oh, okay. it, it, it's so it's worth watching once <laughs> um i own it because like i don't know i always remember that double feature day because me and my dad were like dying in the first half and then fucking hated the last 20 minutes like it just got weird it just got weird. Right. but yeah man i still can't believe russell brand was in death on the nile that's true, and he doesn't look anything like them. Um, no. Uh, this is a good question that we'll, we'll get to. Um, I did a double feature once, and it was so weird because it was like two big movies that me and my at the time girlfriend wanted to see, and they came out on the same weekend. So on the Saturday, we we went for lunch. We watched the movie. We got out. Um, we walked around the shopping mall for a while. We had dinner, and then we watched the other movie. Um, it was a weird double feature. It was it was essentially the same as as yours because it was an action adventure blockbuster and a raunchy comedy. I'm gonna give you one of them. Which one do you want? And you have uh, to guess the other. Give me the action one. X Men First Class. Oh, okay. So give me, now give me a hint for the comedy then, because I'll probably have It's a sequel. Fuck. X-Men First Class was, was summer 2011. Why do I want to say Grown Ups 2? No, it was a good... Uh, I'll it say this. Good. Most people don't like it. I like it. And I think you like it too. I think you like it too. But it's not like grown-ups bad. 
It's based off of one of the great. It's based off. It's a sequel to one of the greatest comedies of all time. Fuck, man. And the reason why people don't like the second one is because they say it's just the first one all over again. Oh fuck! I'm giving you so many hints. Give me, give me a second. I, I might have to. I, I'm so bad with. Okay, first class, 2011. So it's a 2011. 2011 yeah. comedies. I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea. What is Bradley that? Cooper. Oh, Hangover 2. Yep, there you go. I fucking love that movie. Better than the first one. Yes! Oh, okay, damn. <laughs> Not more than the first one. Let's go to our friend Eric Thorpe. Do you think we'll get some of the monsters from the games in the sequels? So, according, according to what they've established, according to what they've established, in the, is they don't give way to, uh, like, you wouldn't guess that this world that they've established would have monsters. I hope they do a course correction and feel free to at least allude to the supernatural element of Uncharted. Because I'll tell you right now, I don't care too much for the monsters in the games. Either way, like I'm not too hot about them. I'm not too cold about them. I don't think they're a detriment uh, to, to the story. But uh, I don't care either way. But I want them to have the freedom to do it. So I hope in the fir- in the next one, if they do a next one, even if they don't introduce the monsters, they at least give leeway or allude to the supernatural side of all these treasures and whatnot. What do you think, Zach? Uh, so it's so funny because I love all the monsters. I love the supernatural mm-hmm. shit in these games. So when I played the fourth game, there's no supernatural elements. I was like, what? What the fuck? And <laughs> it didn't take me till a second playthrough to actually appreciate what they were going for in the fourth game. Um, but I kind of agree. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I was hoping in this Uncharted game that there was going to be some supernatural type of thing. And there wasn't in... I In the games, it's built up in a way to where it's not weird. Mm-hmm. The way that this movie was made, though, from the start, I would have it would have felt very out of nowhere if there was monsters. So... Mm-hmm. So, I, I find this comment very interesting. I want to know what you think. I heard one person say Gore Verbinski it, yeah. would have been a good director for Uncharted for looking at the first three Pirates movies. I, I have a lot of thoughts on this. So, love Gore Verbinski. I think he's one of the most underrated talents in Hollywood. I fucking love the first three Pirates. I got fucking Barbosa sword right here. And uh, I loved A Cure for Wellness, even though it's not a perfect movie. Gore Verbinski was supposed to do the Bioshock movie. Bioshock also just got announced to do a Netflix movie. That's right. Um, and I'm very, very interested to see. And there's I actually still have to a play lot those games. Movies. Ren, they are... You can skip the second one. Like, I would recommend play the first one, then play Bioshock Infinite. And if you still really like Bioshock, then go play Bioshock 2. But, like, Bioshock 2 is not. Okay. It, it's fine. It's fun. It's really fun. Because you actually play as, like, the big daddy thing that you see on the mm-hmm. screen. Um, That's what they told cool. me back in school. I've seen pictures <laughs> as a young child. <laughs> I, I, I can see it. I guess I could see it being called. <laughs> um, but do you you saw that one photo of me screenshotted for my birthday, right? You said you screenshotted like, yeah, 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 I do. I, do. I fucking hate you. 
Uh, so I love Gore Verbinski though. And I was really excited to see what his Bioshock is going to be. Obviously it got canceled. I really want him to do that movie instead. The Netflix one. Mm -hmm. And I actually, the script's done. Like literally they just need it. Oh. I could pretend I have the script actually. Um, oh, wow. one of my friends gave me it. It's really good. It's really, really good. It's weird, but it hones the spirit of it. Okay. But don't get me wrong. If he gets announced to tomorrow to do an Uncharted movie, I'd fucking shit my pants. But and he would do weird. He would do the supernatural. I know he would. He would do supernatural stuff right away. So, um, I love that. I think Gore is very underrated as a director. So I, if we're looking at the first three pirates movies, if we're looking even at the Lone Ranger, which I don't hate as much as anyone else, um, there is an argument to be made for that. He also directed the uh, the Mexican, which is not a very good movie, but it, it gives you a little bit of, of the style that would seem to fit. He's got a movie coming next year, a sci-fi movie coming next year, supposedly. Oh, really? um, but I don't know, because, like, yes, you have the first Pirates movie, and then you have everything else that he directed since going down. Like, he's not a Wachowski bad since then, but he's he's been going down and down, I feel. So I'd, I'd be curious because it's not only a matter of fit, not only a matter of style, but he's got a very unique voice to him uh, regarding being a director. Uh, so I'd be curious to see an Uncharted and if he could make an Uncharted that is different from his pilots. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Lady Aaron, Ren, since there was a brutal windstorm where you live yesterday, were you staying safe? Yeah, I'm just staying inside. Like, if you went out, it was very windy. But if you were inside, it, it's fine, really. At least here, uh, in my place. Might have come from where I lived as the US, U.S. Northeast got a brutal windstorm as well. It was called Storm Eunice? I think that was, a, yeah, Storm Eunice. Uh, so I don't know where it came. I didn't even know there was a storm. Because, like, I got out of the gym yesterday, and it was windy as shit. Like, I had to stay like this to hold myself in place. I couldn't relax standing up. <laughs> and so I, I, got, I got home and I turned to, to Bruna and I was like, fuck, is, it's windy as shit out there. And she was like, oh, it's because of the storm. And I'm like, there's, there's a storm? Yeah, we've been advised to stay at home. We can't go out to see dog tonight. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Um, so yeah, but it, inside, inside the house, it's perfectly fine, honestly. <laughs> this question, this question. What are you guys' thoughts on the Multiverse of Madness trailer? I've not especially, about the trailer yet. We have not. Especially a particular appearance from someone. It looked like Marvel let Sam Raimi do his thing, and I'm ready. So, visually, this movie looks insane. And since this trailer came out, I've talked with a ton of people uh, about the, the stuff we see, stuff we listen to, the stuff that I know that is not shown in this trailer. Um, tons of things are, are teased in this trailer. Like, particularly the one. Let's just talk, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, Professor X, is back. I've been keeping this information since last summer. Like that, he's going to be in this movie. Uh, and there's a ton of other pieces of information that they've not shown. Um, but. They're diving full into the madness, no pun intended. They love that diving full into the weirdness mm -hmm. and kaleidoscopic, fascinating 
thing that is the Doctor Strange character and, and his run in the comics. I love this trailer. I wasn't even going to watch it, but after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing all this shit on Twitter. I'd rather just see the actual trailer. Uh, and, and I loved it. Like, I've watched this as many times as I've watched the, the Elvis trailer. Uh, what did you think, Zach? What are your thoughts on this trailer? <laughs> well, you know, my number two of the year was Lightyear. I'm still really, 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 really fucking excited for that. Uh, but not Doctor Strange bumped up to two after this yeah. trailer. Um, so for people who don't know, Sam Raimi is like one of my favorite directors. Uh, I love the Evil Dead. Uh, I that's my favorite horror franchise of all time. Uh, Dark Man was really cool, and I love the Tobey Maguire movies. So I've always, anytime Sam Raimi is producing, directing, I'm always going to be there. Mm -hmm. This trailer felt like a Sam Raimi movie. In so many ways, the palette, the 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 camera zoom ins, like the the shot going into um, Scarlet Witch's eyes, which I can only imagine is Professor X going into her mind, because as we've seen in other X Men movies, when Professor X goes into someone's mind, he it goes through the eye. So that makes me really really excited. But it looks scary. It looks awesome. And apparently that is Shumagorath, but they don't have the rights to use that name. So it's Gargantos. Which... Oh, so, yeah, that's what I found out about that this week is that Marvel does not own the rights to Shumagorath because the original comic book creator does. So they used Gargantos mm. instead, which that's fine. Cool. Whatever. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. That thing looks cool. And I love Shumagorath and I'm going to forever say that is Shumagorath. But I this trailer was a uh, billion dollars. Um, for sure happening. Um, I want to ask you, Ren. So this is technically the second trailer. Yes. We're probably going to get one more trailer. Not watching that Final trailer. No. Do you think they give away any of the other cameos? Because you and me know a couple other ones. I, I, not even a couple. I, I, I don't think they give away every other cameo, but they'll give away something more. But I think, I think at least like... Because, I mean, Patrick Stewart's big. Yeah, there are bigger ones than that in this. Yeah, there there are at least. How do I want to say this? There are at least five other equivalent cameos. (laughs) I would say though, on the poster, you clearly see Captain Carter's shield. That's what I I was going to say because you don't see anything in the trailer, but you see that in the poster. I think the next trailer they, not necessarily show her, though I wouldn't be shocked if they properly show her, but something more to to that. Who else do you think? Well, I mean, you you know. So. Do I, I want to say who else no. do I think? No, 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 because there might yeah. be people we don't know. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, if you really want to look into who who's in this movie, you can. Guys, I, I would say this from now on: mute the words, the hashtags, yeah. every variation of them. You've seen a ton. They've teased you a ton. Analyze these trailers. Have fun with them. You don't want to see anymore until you. Properly Can see I, the movie. I'm going to so, ask you in the private yeah. chat. So this is the one that I don't know about. I have heard one thing that this person is in it, and I have heard one thing that this person. I think I know who you're going to ask me about. Do you? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Uh, I've heard both things. I've so heard that's my thing. I've heard they shot something. Okay. And uh, and I've heard that they're after all backing up from including it in the movie that the reshoots they found other things to include it okay to, to so that's include. what i that's what i heard is that they shot something but then when they went back they decided to do something else yeah yeah, yeah exactly 
the character. So that's what I heard. So okay. Um, but yeah, there's um, a lot in here, guys. There's a lot, and all I will say is I really hope Sam Raimi sticks around in the MCU afterwards. Whether he does the Doctor Strange three, that'll eventually probably happen. I'll be honest with you, Ren. I'd fucking mm. love if Sam Raimi did Secret Invasion or not Secret Invasion, Secret Wars. I think Secret Wars is his type of thing. Man. But I'd be down to see him direct something else. Like, um... Would you want to see him do Midnight Suns? Midnight Suns is more his thing, I would say so. Uh, Blade already has a director, but if he if he came in to direct Blade 2, for instance, that would be fun, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Alright, Jordan Morgan. So, Ren, I only watched three films because I've been watching This Is Us again. The last night, uh, it was season 2, episode 14. I don't want to say to the spoilers, but if you know, you know distraught so i usually don't i i don't know like i don't remember particular episodes unless it's like my favorite shows my favorite episodes um even how i met your mother i still need to ask zach about his progress on how much i mother. That I, should be a segment. I haven't i haven't watched it damn it um busy um so season two, episode 14, I did watch, I did see your question in advance. And so I went to Google and I just saw the synopsis and I know exactly which episode you're referring to. So it is a heartbreaking episode because they do the mean evil thing of making you desperate, giving you hope, and then they take everything away from you. Uh, so that, that's a heavy episode, but most episodes of This Is Us are. Um, that's a great show uh, that you should watch with your girlfriend. Zach. Um, she watches it. I do not. Oh, okay. Jiko uh, EP, when is Thor Love and Thunder trailer coming out? I know. Oh, you do? I, I, don't I was going to know the exact date, but I know, I know when. I know uh, time frame. I was going to throw a guess. Okay, throw it. That according to their pattern recently, it will be right before Doctor, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness or. Or, it's the post-credit scene of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Okay, so I've heard two things. Okay. I've heard, um, so March Madness is coming up. Mm. He typically drops some big trailers in there. I think Obi-Wan's going to be there for sure. But I've also heard they've looked at Thor for there, since Thor comes out mm. in, what, July? But yes. if it doesn't drop, we are getting it in April. Uh, early April to start um, most likely around Morbius. So because Morbius will be that next big superhero movie. So if people go see it, they'll get Thor Love mm -hmm. and Thunder as well. So that's what, that's what I've heard. Um, uh, the, the trailer's done. I think they were actually debating on dropping it with su the Super Bowl too, which oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad they did it. Didn't. I'm glad no, they oh, did no, same. it. It would have taken away from Dr. Strange. So, well, yeah, I mean, but, but they need to get it out there because now toys are coming out toys are coming out now of what the characters look like so now it's you know, and i've recently heard of a casting for the like i don't know who was cast but a character that is going to be in that movie that i'm um, like oh, by the way that that makes I, sense but weird i think i know who sam raimi put bruce campbell in as is doctor in doctor strange i've heard the rumor but it doesn't add up can you put it in the private chat i can i have a feeling of who it is because i i know a character that's in it, but I'm not going to say um, in the here because I, I think it's a spoiler. 
So what I'm about to send you, that's what I've been told, and I'm like, um, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Yep, I know who it is. Oh, you do? What? Oh, that's not the name. Yes, yeah, that. Okay, okay. That's what I've heard. I can see that, but I... It'd be would, quick, would, he be, would he be a member? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he is maybe he works for them. No. Watch your words, mister. Uh... <laughs> trailer. But a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, I barely know surprised. what it is. I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I can get it. I literally bought, I'm gonna buy. I pre-ordered a, or ordered a comic for it because I have no idea what the fuck it is. Yes, good, good. They're in Planet Hulk. You've got Planet Hulk, uh, and they're in World War Hulk as well. So I get like the concept, but I don't. I don't get everything of it. Yeah, it's that's natural. Jordan Morgan, could you imagine if we had Dan Fogelman in the Euphoria writing room with Zendaya and Hunter involved? So last time we had Zendaya and Hunter involved, I didn't like those episodes. Um, but I think Dan Fogelman for the most part for the past six years he has proven he is a great writer he also had one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life and that is life itself yeah. uh, but for, for the bulk of This Is Us he has proven that he is a great writer I don't know if Euphoria is his thing if it's too heavy for him because as much as I love This Is Us it is a bit idealistic I actually you know? wanted to ask you a question with this now, bringing mm. this up. I don't know if you read that article, Sam Levinson, and everything kind of going on behind Didn't the read the article, just read the quick thing, screenshots uh, that are posted on Twitter. That's pr that's some pretty bad shit. The 15 to 17 hour shoot days, that's that's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah that's, I'm going to ask you, really if for any reason Sam Levinson got kicked off, who would you want to see direct and write the show? Oh. I'm not saying it's going to happen, no, um, but I think changes are coming because, especially with mm -hmm. uh, what was the strike that almost happened? I'm pretty sure the work days are legally cannot be 15 to 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know because I don't know who's a fit for this because I don't think there's anything like Euphoria. That's the thing, Euphoria yeah. is so unique. Do you have any ideas? Uh, Ari Aster was the first one that popped in my head, and I don't know why, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't, but I'm not a fan of his. In general. Like he's a very good director. I but everything else about his movies. I mean, one of his movies. Honest, I like Midsummer. The first thing that actually did pop in my head is Zendaya, but I don't think she's there yet mm. to do it. No, not even close. I, I think I love her. Amazing actress. Let her dip her toes. Don't don't put Let her, her in a Simon Kinberg. Yeah, one. Don't put her in a Simon Kinberg position. Where my first movie is going to be an X-Men movie. And a final one at that. But if I'm being honest, and I will say this, she did help write that short ep that episode they did during COVID, and Hunter Schaefer did write her episode. Yeah, and, and I, I hated her episode. Oh, you did. Oh, I, I really liked it. I'm like, great actress, and a writer she is not. Um, I thought the, the, the episode, uh, uh, the Rue episode was, was okay. Okay. Um, I thought the 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 not Hunter. What's her name? Jules. 
I thought the Jules episode was awful. Sometimes just I forget awful. their names, and then sometimes I forget yeah. like who they play, and I just say the actors. Yeah. Um, and Ru- and Jules is an awful character. I couldn't hate that character more. It's her and Nate Jacobs. I want them both to die. Rue and um, Nate? No, Jules and Nate. Oh, yeah, I don't like... Jules is pissing me off, too. Rue, I love. Like, she's pissing me off for the right reasons. Sure. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Lady Aaron, Ramzak, what is your... Ooh, let's talk about this, ladies and gentlemen. What is your opinion on the Oscar hosts this year? Do you like them, or do you think it could have been... They could have been so much better. What we talked about, me and Zach and a few other friends, was when they came out, like, I love Wanda Sykes. And Regina Hall is a good actress. I don't feel particularly strong about her, but she's a good actress. Amy Schumer, though. Because we're talking about, the, the host is supposed to be someone who the general audience is at least somewhat attached to. So they see that person, oh, this person is going to be at the Oscars? I'm going to watch the Oscars. As much as I love Wanda Sykes, as good an actress as Regina Hall is, they're not names that are in the limelight. They're not names that the general audience is attached to. And Amy Schumer, if anything, she's going to deter people from watching the Oscars. Whether you're talking about hardcore or, or general audiences, like the, the, the decision-making behind this choice is just baffling i don't get it i don't get what what thought process went through them to go let's let's go with wanda sykes regina hall and amy fucking schumer of all people and I, john, I ham. Ham. john ham was in the running yeah and and the people from only murderers in the building were, were in discussions but schedule conflicts just reschedule the oscars uh, that's what i say um but yeah not good Wanda Sykes, I'm fine with. Regina Hall. Wanda Sykes is good. She's good. Amy Schumer is the one I was like, really? Um, Who do you guys think would have been a better young Sully for this this enchanted movie instead of Wahlberg? Maybe Ryan. Oh, no. I don't think Ryan Gosling at all. Um, I've seen some. He's not like perfect. I don't think of this person. I'm like, yes, that's fucking Sully. But it is a better choice than, than Mark Wahlberg. Patrick Wilson. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Um, How many more are you thinking? Uh, let's take two more. Let's take two more because we're already at a half hour mark. I wish YouTube would let you um, split up the damn chat where you could do questions and you could do like yeah, conversations. Sure. Um, let's go all the way down to the chat to see if, to, not to the chat, all the way down the chat. <laughs> To see if there are questions, questions, questions. I like questions. The, the latest Jake Slitter. Why the fuck is Amy Schumer hosting the Oscars? <laughs> I mean, we already talked about it, but it's a good, it's a great question, Jake. Thank you yeah. for asking, because you know I our podcast. Answer, unfortunately, it, when I was doing I the audio, I said, "Are you clean or are you explicit?" And I had clean for a bit, and I was like, "No, we cuss." So it's explicit. we cuss as we should. Uh, Lady Aaron, Ren Zach. I heard a rumor that the Halo TV show. Uh, already got a second season before the... Uh, okay, we'll take two more after this. The rumor is true. It, it is true. It was officially not announced. A it's not a rumor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, it, it bodes well. It bodes well for for um for the first season. As someone who has never played the game, it bodes well. Uh, Zach, are you happy? Does this give you more confidence? 
Well, I found out who directed the first episode of Halo. And oh, that, is uh, it a known name? Uh, yeah, and it didn't make me happy. So let me go pull him up for you to so you can also feel how I feel on this. Mm -hmm. Let's let it load. So it's a man by the name of Otto. And Otto he directed Robin Hood. Which one? With Taron Egerton. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. But he also did Peaky Blinders, which is a great show. He did a Never seen it. I'm going to start watching it because the final season is coming yeah. out. Yeah, it's really good. So yeah. that didn't make me happy. Um, do, 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 do. Questions, questions, questions. Let's go all the way down to the chat as well. Um, okay, let's get this one. Uh, Ryan and Zach, if you could adapt a video game into a movie, what would you love to create? And hang on. If you could adapt a video game into a movie that you would love to create, and even so, if you could direct uh, a video game adaptation, what would it be and why? It's hard for me not to say God of War because that's my favorite, but I don't know if I'm a fit for God of War. And starting out, I shouldn't direct God of War. I'm going to say a proper, um, a proper Pokemon movie, where you start with someone who is 10 years old. And eventually does not grow. So for every movie, we change the actor, and you just have to go with it. Um, so, so yeah. That'd be good. Oh, by the way, I think I know who. I, I mean, we've talked about who should play Kratos. By the way, mm -hmm. I really, I, I saw someone uh, do a fan art of uh, Abdul Mantin as Kratos, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" I would love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it'll Abdul come up. Mateen the second. He is 35. So depending, let, let's say tomorrow, not tomorrow because it's Sunday. Let's say Monday. They announce, they cast him. I think he's around the right age to not be too yeah. young. Not, not to be do too like old. Yeah. Like and then as he gets older, they can do yeah. four. I'm not finding it. I just searched for Yaya Abdul Mateen II Kratos and nothing is coming. I don't up. know where I saw that. I think it was Instagram. I don't know. It was good though. I mean, it's literally just a picture of Kratos and a picture of him side by <laughs> side. No, someone put like the paint on him and everything. Okay. Um, yeah, for me, it would be a proper Pokemon movie. How about you, Zach? I mean, they're already doing The Last of Us, so I can't do that. Um, can I say The Last of Us Part 2? <laughs> well, that's kind of cheating. Okay. Uh, honestly, I mean, they're doing Bioshock. I would love to direct that film. Because Bioshock's okay. like one of my favorites. Honestly, no, actually, I would do um, I do Gears of War. Because I, oh, nice. I, I, I would love to do Mass Effect. But the thing about Mass Effect is I, I envision that more as a show than a movie. Um, and it's already rumored that Amazon bought the rights to it. So to do a show and same with fallout. So I would definitely do gears of war and I would do like Dave Batista. Like I would go full on like Zack Snyder style, but in my own take of it, um, with a more emotional storytelling to it, but I would do gears. All right. All right. Let's finish off with this one. Hezy. Hey, good friend of the show. Obviously Ren and Zach didn't have a divorce. If you did, 
What one thing would you fight to take from one another in the settlement? I'd personally go after Ren's Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, right now you're buying a lot of hot toys, so I'm going after those. To sell them um, so I can buy more Power Rangers. Oh. Fight, take from one another. Um, oh, or other hot toys, because you're buying some that I wouldn't get. Yeah. So I yeah. would sell those to get some hot toys that I actually want. Let me see. I just got Kylo. That one's cool. Yeah, but that one I have. Um, well, so I, I have, so I can sell yours. <laughs> uh, I have a Hugh Jackman Logan one. Oh, it's not like technically Hot Toys, but it's like another brand that's like just like it. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I don't know. You have a lot of cool statues in Portugal that you've like shown me, like like when you turn the camera, like a lot mm, of video game yeah. ones that yes. I want. Because um, I bought a lot of collector's editions. That's yeah, true. Yeah, so definitely. That's probably what I would. I would take from the divorce that or um you also have like you have a lot of like unique comics or like marvel like you're fucking a uh, fin fang foom i'd fucking yes steal that. i'd fucking steal that first probably uh did I'd you know that i only have that figure thanks to someone someone's kindness so oh, really quick story that is one of those build a figures where you have to buy yeah. all the marvel select figures yep. uh, marvel legends figures to build that so I bought five out of six figures that For had just him. Or did you want the figures too? No, I wanted the figures. So I was only missing one figure that had one. I think it was one of the legs, but I might have made it one of the legs or one of the arms. And for like a year, maybe two years, even I was like, I don't have the the completed thing. I think it was one of the legs because he couldn't stand up, so I just left him to the side. And then I went constantly to my comic book shop. It was a monthly thing where I got my comics. And then I talked about a ton of the figures when I started doing YouTube and whatnot. And this random person that I saw every now and then that I just said hi to, I, I didn't like properly know the guy. I just was cordial and saw him every now and then. And so we started chatting. And from one month to the next, the next time I was there, he was there and he was like, hey, here's the leg of the film. And I'm like, you serious? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, I don't use it. You're missing it. I'm missing the whole rest of the Fing Fang Foom, so you take it. You're using it better than I did. So I got the leg just because the guy was kind enough to give it to me. So I have a bunch of those build a like I, I sold for people who don't know, I sold a bunch of Funko Pops and a bunch of Marvel Legend figures. Uh, mm -hmm. so but I took them to a store and I had all these like arms, legs, fucking half the body built shit. Yeah. And you could I'd sold it to them. I'm like, dude. And there was, like, a couple he didn't want. I'm like, just have them. Just give them the fucking someone who comes in. I don't fucking need it. You know what I mean? Like, like, what yeah. the fuck am I supposed to do with a fucking arm? Like, just yeah. fucking take it. So, um, those are really cool to build. Uh, I That's yeah. why I'm getting out of the Marvel Legends, though, because it got to the point where if I just wanted to build a figure, but I hated all the other figures, I would buy all the figures, and then I'd have more figures for no fucking reason. Yeah. Um, that's why I went more with Hot Toys, because... Yeah, because like, you, you, you would find yourself buying figures you don't want just because they have the piece for the bigger figure that like, you want. I literally, when I buy one, I'm like, do I really need this? That That's yeah. why, that's why I, I think about I'm like, do I really Speaking need of figures, this? Zach, I know you're selling Funkos, but I you saw. already have these. I, so you'll be uh, disappointed. I actually canceled my pre-order on all of them. <gasps> I've seen them all in person. Um, you're not, you're not even ordering the, the 10, 10 inch one? No, because they're okay. getting a hot toy of Pattinson. And I want to buy that. And apparently it's going to have the bike. 
and nice. I'm gonna do the bike too. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I just I got have, the, the Catwoman. I got no, the chase no. randomly, but I, I want her with a mask on, so now I have to buy another. First world problems. Now, maybe bought another one, like ordered one, and it ended up. Being I, it, it was Amazon, actually. I know I preach don't pre-order on Amazon, but it was Amazon. So if I got another chase, I could just return it mm-hmm. and then try my luck again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Like, I do have all the Batman Lego sets, though. I built... Ah, one. nice. It's the Batmobile, and then it's Penguin on the top. Nice. Is, so, is that the from the Batman? Yeah, I have them all. Okay, I okay. have the Batcave. I have uh, a bigger Batmobile that's like okay, nice. this big. I haven't built it mm-hmm. yet, though. It's like 3,000 pieces. And then I have... Wow. I think I have another one, too. I have like like 10 Lego mm-hmm. sets to still build. So. All righty. All right, we're going to finish that off on This Week in Geek, the inaugural episode. We went a little over time, but thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. If we missed any questions, feel free to save them for next week. I don't know what we're going to tackle next week because there's no big release uh, next week over here. Next week, the big release here in the UK is Cyrano, uh, which I watched last year. Zach also watched last year. Um, but we know what we're going to cover two weeks from now, that's for sure. I mean, no, two weeks from now, we're not going to have a show, likely. Still not a sure thing, but we're probably not going to have a show two weeks from now, because I'm going to be traveling. Why don't we next week? Because we can't. We'll be under embargo. No, I don't mean we have to talk about the movie. We can talk about other things. Yes, or you can talk like, about other things. That's that's just what, I, what I'm saying. I, I, I still have don't know idea. what we're talking about next week. I have a good week. idea. Yeah. Uh, ask me after, but... It has DC okay. related. I think it's a good right. idea. That's cool. So that's cool. We can talk about that DC preview we got this week, uh, yeah. which we didn't talk about. And but that's we'll that's our time, ladies and gentlemen. Zach, where you got coming up, and where can people find you? Uh, this week's a little bit slower, thank God. So um, definitely going to be playing a lot of Horizon Forbidden West and uh, Studio Six Six Six. The Foo Fighters movie comes out this week, so I'm excited to watch that. That's um, right. I'm going to watch I that one as well. It probably will be ass, but the thing about it is, I love Dave Grohl, and uh, I will support anything the Foo Fighters do. So really excited about that. But other than that, I don't have a lot coming out this week. Um, there's no TV shows either besides Euphoria, so it is a slower week, and I'm kind of right. happy about that because. The week right after that, it's a Batman review, Batman ranking, Batman actor ranking, and Batman spoiler discussion, and yes, who knows what else more, and then prepping for Moon Knight and all sorts of things like that. So lots of stuff coming up. Yeah. I am going to have a pretty fun ranking this week where I won't be alone in my video, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Dark Knight review is coming. Dark Knight Rises review is coming. And that's it. The f- I'm going to be reviewing uh, Studio 666. I'm going to be watching Dog either today or tomorrow, so expect a review for that also tomorrow. Um, and then, much like Zach, the week after that's going to be busy. I'm not going to do an actor ranking, but I will be doing Batman, the Batman review, the Batman spoiler review, uh, maybe some theories for the Batman 2, uh, if the film lends itself to that. Um uh batman spoiler review spoiler discussion with you guys so and and if we do this week in geek for sure it'll be that uh so thank you so much everyone inaugural episode is done and it was super fun uh, i'm bad i'm glad that first half is now so much more relaxed and we can observe you guys discussing discussing with one another and, and it's more focused like we have this one thing to discuss and then in the second half 
we open it up to anything you guys want to talk about. So thank you so much once more. We'll be back soon. And until the next one, love each other.